My man, Phil Wright. What's up, man? How are you? How are you doing, Mr. Movie Premiere? <laughs> are we starting already? We're, is that where we're starting at already? Oh, I'm sorry. I have a premiere that's coming up. Oh, yes. Um, Under Wraps 2 is out now on Disney Channel and on Disney+. Plus. So, uh, people, please, please go support your boy. Please, my fellow dance community, go, go support your boy, please. <laughs> I remember the first time I spoke to you, well, some years ago, it was about shooting tutorials or something. Mm -hmm. uh, I remember, you know, our old friend told me about you and I was just like, oh, this guy is super talented. And you had this ambition about you, not from like an ego, I mean, everybody has ego, but mm -hmm. it was like, you have a lot to give. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I think I was very hungry. Yes. Still very hungry, right? And I think I think during that time that we met, right, uh, we were about to shoot these tutorials, and I I think I was just so eager to do something. Mm -hmm. You know, I was always eager to know what the light entailed. I didn't know where I was going, but I knew I was going somewhere. Yeah. You know, and that was sort of like the thing, you know. And that's why I was so excited about those those times about getting in front of a camera learning how to speak in front of a camera learning how to teach in front of a camera you know because it's quite different when you teach in closed doors like you become this this immortal and then when the cameras come on come on you're like uh do right. i have to act a certain way do i have to speak a certain way so i sort of had to get used to the lens in front of me while i do my thing do you have goals of being a movie star Yes, I do. Yes. Okay, let's just let's this is just man, you like Charlemagne the God. Like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um I do. I do. And I think it's not so much as like a movie star, right? Like I just I would love to be able to do what I want to do when I want to do it, and I think I have more control over that than anything. Mm -hmm. You know, I like to think that way. Yeah. Um I just want to be special, you know? I wanna be beyond light, you know? I want to be a subject to where when someone mentions my name in the room, everyone lights up like, yo, yo, yo. Whether or not if I make it successfully or not or anything, who cares about that? But I just want to be a light, you know? That's what yes. I think I'm searching for. That's what I'm searching for. Other than that, obviously productivity and things that come with the nature of being in the business, of course. But um, I think I just want to be a shed of light while I'm here. Well, you already are that. And I think your light is just, it's growing. I think you've, you, you've, you're barely in the first phase. You think? I think so. Okay. I, I feel the same way. I feel that these past 10 years have been like... I don't know. It's like when you graduate from a smaller league and you go into the bigger league, you yeah, know? Yeah. I feel like... JV to varsity. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly, right? It's like Or like you just left college ball and now you're like, you know, at the bottom of the rung, but in the NBA, right? It's yeah. like you entered... <laughs> you're in the, the NBA, next, but you're on the bench. <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel in production too. It's like, oh, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, so now, okay, I got to do like a Disney commercial, but it's like, yeah, but compared to the people who make Disney movies, right? So now I'm in the league, but there's a way bigger ocean to, mm -hmm. to conquer. And I feel that the way you say, like, you want to walk in the room and you want people to be like, oh, I, that motivates me too. Like the idea of the compliments that I hear certain people get, not that I'm doing it for compliments, but it's kind of like how, um, 
when we refer to our favorite artists. Right. Right, right, right. right. Or when I watch like the Kanye documentary, The Genius. Have you gotten to see that? The yeah. Netflix doc, yeah, right? For, oh. You know, yeah, at the beginning when they were like, you know, who, who are the new producers? Oh, this kid Kanye. Oh, this kid Kanye. Yeah. Oh, and everybody was so excited. And Jay Z's like, yeah. no, Kanye's a genius, yeah. right? The way, because it's not the compliment, it's what the compliment represents. Exactly. It represents that he was light, that he was contributing. Mm -hmm. And that's what creating is, right? At is you're service. contributing, you're at, at service. service. Service for the world and at service for the community that you, you're you in. Yes. Yeah. 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 Who are some of the people that inspire you who have that light? Wow. Regardless of how the world feels about them, people that you personally are like, yeah, I wanna, I'm inspired by how they create. My friends, uh, I, I was massively inspired at a young age in this industry by Calvin Hodge. Mm. Calvin was like the goat, man. And it still is. <laughs> Shout out to Calvin. Um, Carlito Cienas, Antoine Collier, and Adrian Tompkins, Xavion. Mm. Like, like the people, I mean, I, I, I don't like to just reach for the stars say, you know, the Kevin Hart's and the Will Smith's and all, you know, yeah, yeah. but the people that are around me that are close to me are the ones that really inspire me because we're all working. Like we're busy, you know, we barely get time to sit down and like have dinner and chat. We have this big massive group text. Yeah. And whenever we see someone succeeding, they're like, yo, that's what's up. That's what I'm talking about. We rarely see each other. We rarely see each other, but that's only because we are just so You're productive. on the mission. Yeah, man. And they keep the fire under me. You know what I mean? They keep the fire under me. And obviously I have other great friends as well. But as far as like being inspired by and being pushed by and making sure that I have my stuff together, my those those guys keep me intact. That's great. It reminds me of a quote that says, um, our life is a reflection of the expectation of our peers. Oh, say that again. Again. Our life is a reflection of the expectations of our peers, <laughs> right? It's like an extension of like who you hang out with is who you become right. because you influence each other for better mm. or worse, mm -hmm. right? And you kind of become the average of that. And I think when we're surrounding ourselves with other people, not that it's like you only have to be successful to be my friend. No, I'm friends with people that have all kinds of regular jobs, right? But when you connect with other creators that are also striving yeah. to contribute at a high level, you know, mm -hmm. like I have a couple friends of mine that are like, you know, I would say like three to five years or so ahead of me in the game. Right. And I remember we were all broke together and then they got their Grammy. And then like, I, I have yeah. friends that are just a few steps ahead of me. Yeah. A friend who just made his first million dollars. I'm like, yeah. oh, okay. Oh, it's possible. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Right? I remember like, um, even I remember when, uh, 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 John Hernandez, the videographer, when he got his red camera, yeah. and then I got mine like the week later. <laughs> That's it's my just boy like, too. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like every time we see somebody else yeah. do it, we say, "Oh, it's 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 possible, yeah. right?" Like the old story of the. Have you ever heard the Roger Bannister story of the four minute mile? No, no, no. For the longest time, it was believed that no human being could run a four minute mile. Uh -huh. They thought that it would like explode your heart or something. Like right. it was like impo physically impossible to do it. Right? Nobody right. had ever done it. Right. The one year the guy did it, Roger Bannister, mm -hmm. when he proved that it was possible, mm -hmm. the next year, like eight people did it. No way. They all were breaking the record together because because we had this limiting belief that yeah. it's impossible to do that. Someone unlocking the truth before we can walk down the path. Right. Like in Matrix, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. There oh. is no spoon. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it is not the spoon that bends, it's only it's yourself. Your <laughs>
<laughs> you know, Love that movie. and and I I feel you doing that yeah. in the dance world, right? Yeah. Going from being a dancer to also starring. Now, obviously, there's other celebrities that have been like J Lo used to be a dancer, Diddy yeah. used to dance, right? But they're like already established, right? Mm -hmm. People from our generation mm -hmm. that were in Millennium, yeah, and that were in this kind of stuff. Yeah. But now you're also in front of the camera, but still killing it, also doing a choreography too. Yeah, I mean, I, I you know what? I, I like to say that that's home base for me. Mm. You know, teaching in class and things like that like I, I get messages every day hey when are you going to teach again when are you going to teach again because uh, I've been sort of taken away not taken away but my attention calls for you know Disney right now because the movie that's out right now and the, you know all the publicity that comes with that so it, it takes me away in a sense um, but I always my my home base will always be the dance classroom always be so you know if all fails, I'll be right there. <laughs> not all fails. I, I should not say that. I, I shouldn't but say I all you fails. Mean, but you have an industry that you're already established and contributing to. Right, right. I just, I'm trying to unlock every door in the house, man. I'm trying to make sure I'm checking. I'm a ch I'm checking every room. Let me go in this room over here. Let me go in. What's up? What's up over here? I'm trying to, you know, and I, I'm afraid of content. I'm very afraid of content. I'm very afraid of uh, settling. I'm afraid of moving backwards as well. I know that's probably bad, but like regression, <clears throat> you know, well, life is about progress. Yeah, but it, it also involves regression, right? It all, it, you know, without progress, you know. Well, regression may be a part of the process, right? That's like what I'm when, uh, I heard a story, and I don't follow golf like that, but apparently at some point in Tiger Woods' career, he changed his swing yeah. when he was already winning. Uh -huh. And when he changed his swing, he temporarily went down in the rankings uh -huh. because it was a new way of doing it, but he knew that long-term it was going to be a better swing. Right, right. So sometimes you have to take a step back to take two so, steps forward, yeah, right? Yeah. So I get that, but I feel like life is all about progress. I get nervous, though, man. I get nervous because the progressions... I put it like this, I've exceeded my expectations. And in the the process of the progression, I get scared of loss. I get scared of, you know, dipping backwards. And it's all it all stems from not having anything, you know, not not having two pennies to rub together. Yeah. You know, calling my sister, hey, you got twenty dollars for this week. Can I just borrow twenty dollars? Right. You know, and it, you know, I don't know. Those times were were very extreme for me, you know, and I think that's the reason why I lead with so much happiness. And, you know, regardless of how I'm feeling internally, I, I feel like there's a responsibility for me to just shed as much light as possible. Absolutely, man. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I feel you there. Mm -hmm. the, the, I don't think as men, we realize that we have financial trauma. Amongst many other things, right? Bro. Like, because oh. we're so used to the grind. Like, oh, yeah. And like having to check, do you have enough for the rent or whatever, yeah, right? Yeah. But then once you start making money, emotionally, we still have those patterns. Yeah. Right? Stress. And, and that, that was a big change for me over the last couple of years where I finally financially started doing better. I was talking about this with my therapist earlier today, right? right. And that I still felt the emotional reflex of the, the financial trauma, yeah. right? That I used to use stress as a motivator. Mm -hmm. That's what I was figuring out that I used to be motivated by stress. Like, oh, I don't got nothing, therefore I must go. Yeah. But now that I got stuff, yeah, it's like, 
you almost have to negate it to keep going. But what I'm realizing for me is that that's not as healthy of a way to do it. Yeah. I now have to change my swing, yeah. right? To operate from a place, because you said content. Yeah. And I agree with you. To me, when I hear content, it almost sounds like give up to me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, you don't want to do any better, mm -hmm. right? But I think there's a difference between being content and being grateful for what you have. Oh, that's and I'm trying to find that balance within me, Yeah. right? Yeah. Of like, how can I strive for more? <laughs> hey, Brazzy. Oh, okay, good boy. Okay. That's <laughs> no, okay, it's all right. Yeah, it probably smells Jasper on me. You know, how to how to go for more while being grateful for what I have, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like I don't think it's it's bad to say, no, I'm you have a goal to be a movie star or to be a millionaire or whatever, because I think a lot of times right now we're conditioned to believe that success equals bad for some reason. There's like a weird vibe. Yeah, like there's a weird trend see, going see, on. And that's people, where it gets me, though. Of people being like, oh, all you care about is money. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Well, shit, if I have enough money, I can feed the homeless, you know? <laughs> like Jay-Z had a line that said, I can't help the poor if I'm one of them. So I got rich and gave back. That's yeah. the win-win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? It's yeah. like... You can't give what you it don't just, have. Now the times are so sensitive, everything gets taken out of context. Yeah. Right? And like when you say, oh, like that question you asked me, hey, you want to be a, do you want to be a movie star? And my initial gut was like, yes, yes, I want to be a movie star. But then you see playback and you see the clip mm -hmm. and it's like, Oh, all he cares about is the red carpet. All he cares about is yeah. this. He doesn't care about, you know, like it mm -hmm. can come off very uh, egotistical. It can come off very narcissistic. Or, or people can take it that way. Yeah, people can take it that way. But, you know, my biggest issue is, my biggest issue is I want everyone to like me. <laughs> that is the problem. That is the ultimate problem. And that's yeah. the reason why I go that way in that fashion because I want everyone to like me, and I know that's not ever, ever going to happen. But it being controlled in my world, if I see you or if I meet you or if I have some type of communication with you, I want it to be on a, hey, how, you don't even have to like what I do. Just like me as a person, you yeah. know? And that's a big thing that I've been dealing with for a very, very long time. I'm still trying to figure out that 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 math problem for me. And uh, I should ask you, like, how do you deal with that? How do you deal with like not being liked or afraid of people not approving of what you're doing? Honestly, I think I deal more with not liking myself when I make a mistake. <laughs> Wait, yeah. what? <laughs> yeah. Really? I, I think I have more of an issue with how mad I get at myself for the mistakes that I've made. So a lot right. of my healing lately has becoming unforgiving myself. Right. Generally speaking, I feel like people like me. Right. If they don't, it's because I fucked up or right. because they're in a bad state. It's yeah. one of those two reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either they're not in the right vibe to be with me mm -hmm. or I fucked up. Those yeah. are the only two reasons that they wouldn't like me, right? right. So... Most, I think a lot about like, damn, I shouldn't have done that. Oh fuck, I was late on this project. Oh fuck, L like, me liking me, I think is yeah. my bigger my my bigger challenge right now. Oh okay, you you approving of what you're doing? Me approving of what I'm doing? Because like really? right now, I was telling my boy, even though I'm at the best place I've ever been in my career, I give myself like a D minus. So you do you second question yourselves and in your in your moves? Not your while I'm moves? doing them. No. But after afterwards, you analyze everything. You yes. like, okay. I, I move boldly, mm -hmm. but afterwards I question a lot. I always mm -hmm. feel like I have this ideal version of myself. I have mm -hmm. this version of myself that's just so much better at everything. Yeah. And I'm just not there yet. I <laughs> See me, I, I move past that. I, 
I do and I forget and I'm on to the next. So I don't I don't give my ch- my myself a chance to evaluate. Mm. I move so quickly, so fast to where there's so much content and so much productivity that I don't have time to evaluate a single thing. It's what if like, somebody else gives you a note? What if you felt that somebody else was upset at you from something you did last year? See, that would crush me. Okay. That would crush me. Because initially my intent is never to hurt anyone in the process of what I'm trying to do, right? Like I, I don't want anyone to feel, ah, that guy is so full of it. Or that guy is just, he's not true to it. You know what I mean? Like I never, that is my kryptonite, mm. you know? You know, and you may see like me on this movie screen, you may see me, you know, dancing and teaching and traveling here and there, but that is the ultimate. Like, I just want everyone to like me. And that's the pro- that's a problem because- Is it a problem? It is because I think, you know, and it's happened to me a couple of times. Like, I'm not sitting up here saying that everyone loves me because I know they don't. You know, I've ran into a couple of people who's, you know, had a few things to say about me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> had a few things to say about your boy. <laughs> but, um, and I dwelled on those moments. And afterwards, you know, I was like, why am I just giving this so much attention? Why am I giving it all of my my attention? And, you know, I, I, I tell this to my students all the time, is like, you have to put more attention to the things that make you grow and give positive light to your life. Right. And initially when I'm saying that to them, I'm really preaching to myself too, Yeah, you know? And um, since then, those couple of instances that I've experienced earlier in my career, you know, I've been in a better place, I would say, for the most part, because of what I teach in my classes too. Right. You know? It helps you practice it oh when my you teach God. it. Oh my God, bro. It's the biggest lessons that I've learned, yeah. you know? So, um, yeah, man. I mean, I think that's my kryptonite, and it has been for a very long time. But I've been dealing with it pretty well for so. Did you feel people treat you differently once you started acting in movies? No. Okay. No, I don't think they. I think people still see me as a cheesy <laughs> five, six, seven, eight <laughs> dude, Miami, Florida, rocking out. You know, um, my my boys keep me ten. 10 toes deep. I talk to John Hernandez like almost every other day. He keeps me grounded. Um, you know, and all the guys that I mentioned earlier, they keep me 100% grounded. And I, I think a lot of it goes with teaching kids too. They keep you, they'll tell you the truth. Kids, <laughs> kids will not lie. <laughs> no, they will not lie. They'll say, hey, that movie sucked, Mr. Phil. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when are you going to do a better one? You know, <laughs> like that, they'll, they'll come and tell you the truth. And I think, you know, me being in the space that I am right now, I'm very grateful because I, I have an opportunity to kind of keep my toes deep in the ground, you know? So, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. How was your experience working with Disney on this uh, movie? You know, Disney, I've been, it's crazy because I'm, I'm like, I play Harold in this movie and, and the movie is about three kids stumbling, stumbling across a, a, a 4,000 year old mummy, right? And they wake him up and he's, he looks vicious and everything like that. And all of a sudden they come to find out that he's actually a friendly mummy, you know, <laughs> me. <laughs> and um, this mummy dances, this mummy tells jokes, this mummy is just full, feel right. Yeah, that's the guy, right? And um, that's what happens in the first movie. And then we just did the sequel, which is Under Wraps 2. And now 
Harold has a girlfriend, <laughs> which is Rose, played by Ryla McIntosh. So she comes into the picture. But now not only Harold has a girlfriend, but he also has an enemy, which is mm. Sobek, which is played by TJ Storm. And um, uh, we come into pass, and he's in a search of getting Rose back from me because we were best friends. And now all of a sudden, you know, I'm like fighting for Rose. So it's a big tug of war. So you got to see the movie to kind of like really uh, see what happens. But yeah. Disney has been doing such an amazing job with, um, you know, marketing me, getting me out into the right places. We just had our premiere uh, two days ago at Disneyland and it's it's just been phenomenal. I think they they are pushing for me to be unraveled. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and I've been fighting for that. Like, you know, I want my face to be right. seen. I want some lines. I want right. you know, cause right now Harold doesn't speak English. He was like like a Groot kind right, of like a Groot, yeah, like yeah. a whole Groot. Yeah, yes, I'm a Groot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I am. And I have my own language. So um what I'm hoping for, hopefully, if there are if there is another under wraps, I'm hoping that they'll unwrap me and like go back in time. You know? Oh, like an origin see, story. See what Harold was back in time, <laughs> right? And, you know, see what his girlfriend was, see who, like, what these mummies look like before, you know, all of this time passed. Right? That'd be a nice continuation. That would, that would be a nice cool spinoff. Yes. Yeah, so and now my face can be seen. <laughs> I can say some lines, <laughs> you know, and then that will set up another opportunity for me to get other gigs and say, hey, I have this and everything that, you know, so um, I think. Disney's helping me out. They're, they're, they're doing any and everything to kind of push me along. And uh, it's a process. So For sure. And, and this is very short. I kind of jumped right into the game, right? You know, they, they gave me a script. I auditioned and then boom, you know, got the part. And I know I'm in acting class now and I have so many friends that have been traveling. They've been taking class and, you know, it's, it's hard to kind of get gigs, man. It's very, very hard. Yeah. Acting, whew, that's a whole nother game right there. So yeah, it's, well, it's now that tough. you're in the game, mm -hmm. you have a credit, you're building the relationships, you're proving that you're trustworthy on set, mm -hmm. that you know how to market, mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. you're good to work with. So that's that's a very valuable step to be towards the the goal of being a movie star. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying any and everything that I can do to kind of you know go and peep in that room real quick. Maybe I like this room. Maybe I'll stay in the acting world a little bit, you know? Or if it's not for me, at least I saw what it looked like, you know? And it's not like it's a world that you have to be in continuously. Some people yeah. dip for years and come back with a banger movie. Listen, I'm trying to climb one mountain and jump on the next one to climb that one, you know? And there's no rules. Yeah. You don't have to just be a dancer or just be an actor. Because right. now look, T-Pain's making more money from Twitch right. than he ever did from selling records right, uh, right it's like now it's just about right. just be a be a brand mm -hmm. make great projects idris alba was talking about that he was like don't ever have anyone cap your success you should be able to do anything that you want to do he djs he raps yeah the dude is, uh, he raps yes he oh, has a I, record I thought, I thought he was just spinning no the dude has a record he's really? rapping man <laughs> my boy is rapping no shit. and it's like you can't like how could you knock that man like how could you ever like hate on anyone that just wants to explore art? They should have made him James Bond. I think they still might. 
I think it's a possibility. He's like perfect for yeah, it. Yeah, he is. Absolutely. I mean, I think he was on what the Breakfast Club and he addressed that. And I think mm -hmm. he was like, oh, that's just rumor, you know? But yeah. they, I mean, it's a possibility, man. I think he would be awesome in that. I think it's so weird that people are arguing about what race fictional characters need to be. That is weird. What's going on with that? Yeah, I don't know. Like, like people getting mad over the Little Mermaid thing, or yeah. even when they thought about bringing Idris on to 007. Yeah. Right? They were but like, now, but here's the thing. No, okay, okay, okay. It's kind of a flip side. Let me ask you this. Do you ever think they will make Superman black? Uh, Luke Cage kind of was. True. But Superman. Superman. <laughs> would they make him black? Superman. Would they or should they? Are you asking? Now, I'm saying would they? I don't know. What would they, Hollywood they? say, you know what? Let's get Idris Elba to be Superman. Actually, I don't think that would be a wild choice because they made Spider-Man black. Okay. And As that, a cartoon. But that one was still really great. Yeah, but it's a cartoon. It was probably one of the best ones. It was dope, but that's a cartoon. That's not a being. That's not an actor. But I, th I think they dip their toes in there to see. Yeah, just to see. If the, yeah, yeah. the A-level characters. <laughs> let's get a black Spider-Man cartoon. <laughs> you know? It's like, it's not realistic that he'd be a black man. Oh, yeah, but the spider stuff, oh, that's good. It's like. <laughs> yeah, we got a black Spider-Man. He, he's getting drawn right now. <laughs> yeah, Brazzy. Um, But no, the reason why I say that is just that I think they're. They're, um, I mean, they're not guidelines. They're, and there shouldn't be any guidelines, you know. But the way that these storylines have been created, you know, it's like, I would love to see a black Superman. Dude, like, what would that do for anyone's childhood? If you're, if you're five years old, you see Superman, a black Superman. What? What did that do for you? You know, my Superman back when I was younger was MC Hammer. <laughs> Bro, he was my Superman. Just two slashes on the side of my head, the big, uh, the, 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 the pants, all of that. That was, you kind of have to choose your heroes when you're younger. Right? Didn't you get to meet MC Hammer? Oh, yeah. I choreographed for my boy. How man. did that feel? I have MC Hammer's phone number in my phone right now. Everybody steal his phone. Should I, I, I should call him right now and be like, yo, Ham, let me see. Let me see. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Let me see if he picks up. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's see. Hold on. Let's see. If he don't pick up, he don't love me. Let me see. Hold on. It'd be funny if his voicemail had his number. He's like, you've called MC Ham at 323. It won't. Hold on. How you doing, my brother? My, my man, MC Hammer, baby. What's up, baby? Oh, all right, all right. How's everything with you and the fam? Um, they're, they're fine and beautiful, man. I was just calling to check on you, see how you are doing, man. I haven't spoken to you in a minute. Oh, man, that's good to hear your voice always. I'm doing good. Everybody's doing good, man. And just, you know, uh, uh, riding out this last quarter and looking forward to you know, get busy in 2023. I was just about to say, cause you 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 better call me, cause I'm 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 ready to hit the road with you. All right, hey, well you know, hey, when when when, when I crank up the machine, you know I'm calling you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what was that saying we said in rehearsal? What it was? Uh, 
Oh man, I, what field? What was our favorite saying? We had so many. Uh, oh my gosh, I forgot what it was. Oh I, man. I'm going to remember and I'm going to text it to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I was just checking on you here, man. I was just checking on you, man. Thank you much love and I will, I will definitely be hitting you, Phil. Absolutely. I'll talk to you later. Okay, take All right. care. All right, bye bye. Well, that was a moment for the culture. Yeah. C Hammer. That was the, he is the reason why I started dancing. He is the reason that put the light in my heart to be like, yo, it's possible. One of me, like, like he looks like, okay, okay, it, it, it's possible. He made it possible for me to be like, okay, I can jump to LA and see what it's like. You know, if he did it, I can do it. You know, and for me to be able to talk to him like he's my uncle, bro. Yo, that's so crazy to me. It's so wild. And you get kind of, even when he picked up the phone, you get kind of hear me stutter. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, wild, bro. Wild. So I bet looking up to somebody like that and then being able to connect with them yeah. is such a level of reassurance that you're on the right path. Oh, it's man. almost like he's passing the baton to you. Absolutely. Right? Like he broke certain doors of what he did with his music. Of course. And just, uh, just to be in, in his circled for him to pick up the phone bro to be like yo what up phil yo i was watching you when i was five years old man like and how important am i for him to pick up the phone in his busy day with no yeah. heads up just no like heads up yo what up phil Ah, uh, you know i'm just kicking it yo you know i'm gonna call you and i yo that's crazy bro that's crazy Crazy. If I ended my career right now, I'm good. <laughs> I'm okay with being content at that moment. Like, crazy, man. So yeah, that's uh very special to me. And he's 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 the reason why I'm big reason why I'm here today. What does he represent in the culture? Culture. Yeah. Oh, culture, yeah. Yes. yes. He represents that. He represents our culture to the fullest, man. Um, he's, he's represented on a global scale, international, like any, any platform that you can put him on, he represents, he is who he is, you know, nothing else. No, how he is in front of the camera is who he is behind the cameras. And that's something that's genuine. That's something that you peep from afar. And, you know, I, I was on the road with him. I was like, checking, I was like, well, no, he's, you know, I, I'm, I'm not in his grill. So I'm like checking on the dancers, but my peripheral vision is mm -hmm. A1. <laughs> so I'm just paying attention and he's just, he is who he is. That's you great. Know? And it's, it is no, there's nothing manufactured there. You know, it's very authentic, very organic. And that's something that you look up to because that represents longevity. And you want to be here for a long time. And he's been here for decades. Yeah. You know, and you know, these kids nowadays, they don't know you know, how legendary he is, you know? And some kids may know because of their parents, you know? Right. You know, but to be doing that at, for many, many decades, that's something that you aspire to, man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. To continue to stay relevant and to be contributing to the culture still, creating the art, sharing the art, yep. sharing the vibes. Yeah. And just being human, being authentic, yeah. bro. Like, that's crazy to me, man. That's like, I've heard stories where, you know, you're, 
you work with an artist, you have their number, and then all of a sudden they ghost you and then all you mm-hmm. they don't know who you are or they can't find you or anything, you know, or you can't find them or hey, I'm just checking on, you know. You don't have those type of relationships. Yeah. Yeah. You know? That seemed like a genuine care. Oh, man. Like he cared to connect with you. Man, you gonna make me <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You are that shining light. Thank you. I mean, I think I'm just grateful, man. It's wild. It's very, very wild. Isn't it? Yeah. What a life of creating. What a time to be alive. Yeah. I think this is probably the most like exciting times. Yeah. So much possibility for the individual. Mm -hmm. I think we can all reminisce and, and, pick things from the past that we might, you know, have some nostalgia over. Yeah. But I think generally speaking, the individual now has more choices than ever. Right. To create and to experience life as a consumer or a producer. Right. No, no, absolutely. Right? Like you can watch any movie ever made. Yeah. At the at a, at a fingertip. Yeah. You know, you don't have to be the richest person in the world. You could work at McDonald's and have an iPhone. Right. And be able to watch or listen to any lecture from any college ever, right? Right. At the same time you can also create something and share it with the world. Right, not everybody mm-hmm. is going to win, but everybody has a chance to do it. Yeah. Everybody has a possibility. Opportunity. The opportunity is there. I was just on the phone with my homie, and um, he was talking about like this opportunity he had, and he was just like, "Man, I don't know if I should take it, or I should, you know, do my own thing." And I was just like, "Yo, don't let ego get in the way of opportunity. Don't let it go, because." The ego serves only so much. Mm-hmm. And you get to sleep with your ego at night, right? The opportunities don't sleep with you at night. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you got to go find that opportunity. You have to go put yourself in the right place for that opportunity. So don't sacrifice that opportunity for your ego. You know what I mean? It's okay to suppress. That ego will always be there. It's not going anywhere. It's mostly just trying to survive. Yeah. That's what I've been learning in therapy, right? That our mind spends most of its time trying to avoid pain. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right? Absolutely. Like we were talking about, like, like you don't want to be stale. You don't want to whatever, go back. And in my case, um, I I was learning today that like I don't want to be taken advantage of. Right. right. So it's like it's always running away from something, right? right? So because that's the case, the mind may make things monsters that aren't monsters. Right. Wow. 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 Right? Because it's always it always needs to defend itself from something. Right. So if there's no immediate threat, well then you're the threat. You're trying to get yeah, my yeah, thing, you know? Yeah. It's always looking for that. So the ego, like you said, it can only take you so far. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. You can't permanently get rid of it even if you take ayahuasca there's still it's still going to be there right mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. i think that finding that balance right between what you're running from and what you're running towards mm. um what are you going towards right now because you have many things in your life you have your family you have a beautiful daughter do you have another one as well two two baby daughters wow. i'm broke please hire me please i need, <laughs> I need money i got two kids a wife and a dog okay I need money immediately. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure you've been asked this a lot, but did having kids change you in any particular way? Yes, it did. What did it change? Like my perspective on life in general, you know, I'm very much more cautious than what, than what I was before. Less reckless. Um, That's great. That's that's a good change. Very good change. (laughs) Very, very good change. Yeah. I, I sort of, I've always been in this kid world to where I have to be sort of a role model to them. So I teaching kids dance. Yeah. Yeah. So I kind of know like, okay, 
pull my pants up on my hip. Don't have it sagging, you know, don't right. make sure everything is nice and neat, you know? So I've always had that leadership quality because I've been teaching kids for so long. So that's a part of it being a part of the, part of the process of me having my two daughters. Um, and just love, man. Like that love is different, man. It's a different type of love when you have two children that you absolutely like adore and you and you also have and not saying that you have to have a functioning family mm -hmm. to make it work but to have that on top of that is just like whoa you know it's a different type of love man different type of meaning and purpose yeah yeah right because mm -hmm. now there's there's more of a reason for you to succeed because mm -hmm. there's only so much that we need as guys by ourselves yeah. We don't need much. Even mm -hmm. when we get like a big house or a nice house, it's for yeah. the family I'll, or, you know, like- You heard like, that, Ashley? You heard that? <laughs> Did you hear that? I will be sleeping under a rock, right? <laughs> yeah, like yeah. when I first moved here, I just had, you know, a, a bedroom with no bed yeah. and just a camera and a computer. I'm fine. I'm fine. But now that I'm thinking about, okay, cool, girlfriend, dog, yeah. mom, sis, okay, cool. There's, I want to provide for the, for my unit. Now, let now me, my let, goals are bigger. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Do you think, how can I say this? Do you think your companion cares about that stuff? Mine does. Okay. Well, as, as in cares about what stuff? Cares like about cares about as in oh, the house, the the making sure the bit, you know, like doing all, like taking, oh, no, you know, my, being no, the my, out. No, my my companion and I, we care more about creating a nurturing vibe between each other. Okay. You know, because, you know, Yanni was with me when I was broke. Okay. You know, when I had lost all my money and I got evicted from my apartment because mm. I had loaned money to an old business partner. They didn't pay it back. Oh, mm. everything kind of came mm. crashing down. And she was there when I had nothing. And what we built was just like a nurturing, loving connection. Mm. And then we started making money. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, so yeah, now, yeah. if anything, she advises me more to not spend as much money. And that had to be the best feeling. Mm. That has to be the best feeling to be with someone that was with you when you had nothing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right? You absolutely had nothing. Been there through the struggle and then see the come up. Right. It means something way different. Right. And if anything, that will be the person to tell you, hey, you changed, you yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I haven't gotten that. And I hope not to ever get that. But, um, you know, that. I feel like the sense of me, I'll just speak for myself. I feel a, a great sense of responsibility to make sure that everyone is in, everything is intact, you know, because I, you know, and my story is I brought her here. I was like, let's go to LA. You know, she didn't have to come to LA. She, her family's there. She was working a full-time job. She was good. From Florida. From Florida. Yeah. She was good. I was like, come with me. Let's go. She's like, what am I going to do over there? We'll figure it out. Let's just go. So I have sort of like this, not burden, but like this, this lingering cloud of like. It was your idea to come here. Yeah, it was your idea. Make it work. And then I got her family looking at me like, you taking our baby girl to where? You know what I mean? So You better make it out yeah, there Yeah, you better Hollywood. make it work. You yeah. know, her <laughs> uncle always shakes my hand firmly, you know. Even her stepfather just shakes my hand firmly to like, all right, 
you better do what you said you was going to do. So there's a sense of responsibility there. That's, how did they feel once you started popping up? Oh, man, they, they love it. Uh, they, how did it feel for you to be like, hey, <laughs> didn't I tell you? <laughs> I told you, just trust me, man. Just trust me. And once again, it was a process. It's, bro, I've been here for, what, 10 years? Yeah. It's a long time, you know. That's a long time. And for them to trust me, for her to trust me, it was very, you know, it's rewarding. And and. To see the outcome is good too. You know, it's really good. Was there a particular moment where it went from them being worried about you? Was there like a moment where it was like, oh, what's he doing out there? Right. To he made it. Right, right. What was right. the first one? I think, wow. If there is a moment, I didn't know. <laughs> she probably didn't tell me. But I know there was a period of time. I I would say, I would say between year maybe like three and four. Between year three and four was just like we got our apartment and I was working at LA Fitness. She was working at LA Fitness. She she was biking to work. I was catching the bus. You know, it, like it was. So you guys had was, regular jobs out here. Yeah, bro. I almost quit dancing, bro, because I, start, I went from being broke to making a regular check at LA Fitness. Dog, <laughs> going broke, Brazil, yeah. <laughs> to being having a check. I was like, man, what do I need? What do I, why am I putting myself through this stress? You know? What kept you going? I think that the fact that I moved over here and I was, I was sitting at my desk calling, cold calling everybody. Hey, would you like a free membership? Would you like a free membership? Everything. And then I hung up the phone. I was like, why did I move here? Like, I could do this back in Miami. They got LA Fitnesses over there. So I, I went back home, talked to Ash, and I was like, yo, like, I don't, you know, I might, we might have to, you know, and she was down for whatever, because her family is back home, you know, and her, her family, you know, supports her and everything that she does. But then I was just like, all right, let me give this a try. So I saved up every check that I made. I think I, I, I think I saved up like $1,800 or something like that. And I quit and I just jumped, bro. I, I went broke. I I did every gig that came along free, not free, all that. I did everything. And I just had my face in the place. I failed a trillion times, a trillion times until I got that one opportunity. And that one opportunity, I took that one opportunity and pressed everyone that was in my face and got another opportunity from that opportunity, you know? So I always encourage everyone to not let the ego get in front of opportunity because you never know what's behind that door of opportunity. Yeah. There's something so beautiful about that because there is a period of sacrifice yeah. that happens when you're going for your dreams, mm -hmm. right? And I think a lot of people are rightfully so, they're kind of disillusioned in this country that like if they haven't already made their dreams happen, they're like, man, everything's going to shit. People are very pessimistic right now. Yeah. Right. Um, because there's a lot of things to focus on. There's a lot of potential for things to focus on that mm -hmm. are negative. Right. Mm -hmm. um, but there's also potential positives. But I think we don't talk about the cost. Right. What's the actual cost of going for your dreams? Because you could have just stayed at L.A. Fitness. Yeah. You could have become a branch manager. You could have, I was. You could have, whatever it is, right? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's, just, it's like me. I, I could have. I could have been doing wedding videos yeah. or something. You know yeah. what I mean? Or I could have yeah. been an editor at HBO yeah. or something yeah. with a salary mm -hmm. and dental plan. And there's nothing wrong with that. We're not shitting on people that have that. If no. you have that and you're happy, great. Right. But if you want to make it 
really make your dreams come true, right. it's like, what are you willing to sacrifice for? Everything it? has to be off the table. Everything. Everything has to be. And obviously keeping your dignity and who you are and not losing that, right? But most importantly, like anything that you feel like that can go has to go. You know, I'm not going to the movies tonight. I'm getting in the lab. I'm not going out to federal. <laughs> I'm not going to federal right now. I got to make up a routine. Remember federal? <laughs> I know you Shout remember out federal. Shout, Shout out, out to, to federal. Fresh and Rob Rich. <laughs> Shout out to Rob Rich and Fresh. Hey, that was the, that was the, that was the get down. I ain't even gonna yeah. lie. But you have to be selective. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the only reason why I was at federal once again, because obviously Fresh and Rob put on an amazing event, but because there was networking opportunities there yeah. as well. So you have to be very selective on where you, you cater your energy to, especially when everything is off the table and you have to sacrifice everything, you know? And then every move matters. Every, like if you're going to go out and you're low on cash, make it worth it. Chess, it's either going to be for a bro. great time or it's going to be for connections or something. Chess, you have to not really checkers. not waste it all. Absolutely. Yeah. Like Absolutely. you were willing to take the bus over there. Mm -hmm. She was willing to, mm -hmm. there was a period of sacrifice and mm -hmm. uncertainty yeah. of how are we going to make it? But you had a bigger reason. You're like, well, fuck, we moved here. Right. And look, my girl, Ash Ashley, I don't think she's ever made me feel like I thought she was doubting me. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Like, I, she's never made me feel like, oh, sh man, I'm messing up, bro. Dang, I'm, I, I better pick up the pace. She never made me feel that way. And I think she's supportive. Oh, my gosh, bro. Oh, my gosh. And it, it you know, she's so humble. Like, I wish you, I, I'm going to bring her one day so you can me. And she's like, ha, ha. Yeah. Oh, it's just yeah, my, yeah. reminds me of my Yanni. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's very humble, very, very nice, and, you know, very pleasant, nurturing. Oh, you we'll know. do a double date. That's dude, we have to. Yeah. We have to do a double date podcast. That's what we right? need to do. Oh, that would be nice. A double date podcast, have some, you know, dinner. Yo. Someone, I'll, I'll, we'll hire a we'll chef. Plan that out. Bro, yes. We got to do that. Yo, we got to do that. That'd be dope. You know, that could be a whole series. 100%. Let's go. Episode one. <laughs> <laughs> um, how much time do I have left? Okay, cool. we have 20 minutes left. Okay, yeah. great. Um, first of all, man, before we continue, because I want to, touch on a few more things. Thank you yeah. for coming. Yeah. And um, thank you for being a light. Oh, man. I hear so many stories about people that are great in this world. Mm -hmm. And one thing they have in common is they have some moment in their childhood where somebody believed in them. Even if nobody else did, there was like mm -hmm. one teacher that was like, you're kind of good at that. You should keep it. Yeah. You know, teachers have a special impact on people. Yeah. And I know that right now you're reaching for the stars as you should be because yeah. you are a star. Oh, but think about the impact you've had on your students, right? Think about how many other people's careers and families and potential futures have been impacted by just your presence and your teachings, right? It, it, it's you've contributed a lot. And I just want to give you your flowers for that, man. Thank I know you, as man. men, we're constantly striving for more. The second you get to this level, you're like, okay, great. Well, mm -hmm. And that's great. I'm with you. Yeah, yeah, we're going to yeah, keep yeah. going, you know, yeah. but You've done a lot already, bro. Thank you, man. I mean, I think... At the same time, I feel like you're just getting started. Yeah. I feel like both things are true. <laughs> I feel like you've contributed so much already, uh -huh. but also that's chapter one of the book, bro. Like, and I like, that's what I think, like it's what it's about, right? Maximizing your present state and just moving on. 
maximizing that next state and pushing along, pushing. I rarely like to look backward. You know, I rarely like, you know, you know how you like remake movies or yeah, you yeah. remake something or you, mm -hmm. you know, I rarely like to look back and remake anything or redo anything that I had done in the past. Um, just because I think about moving forward. Like I was, I was actually talking to my dance students, um, the other class and for some reason, and all the dancers out there can attest to this, while you're taking class or you're about to do a routine, for some reason during the five, six, seven, eight, everyone tends to move backwards. Okay. It's like, all right, and five, six, everyone moves backwards. And you, you know, and all the dancers can like, you know, agree to this. That's true. But yeah. everyone, walk, you, you kind of move backwards and kind of, you know, be a little spatial awareness, right? Have mm -hmm. a little spatial awareness. But I'm trying to condition my students to walk forward. Okay. And the reason being, I think psychologically dancers, we need to hold the torch a little bit longer and hold it with a little bit more authority. And I feel like psychologically moving backwards presents, okay, I'm not the star. Okay. I'm only here to assist. Okay. I'm only here to, to curate a picture in the background. Whereas if I step forward, I am the star, I am the picture, I am the show, you know, and not saying, and I don't want. And it could be step forward into your position. Right. Because you could still be a supporting role, but you still got to step forward into that. Right. You got to step forward into the lane that you're there to be in. Psychologically. It's deeper I than want, that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not the movement that I'm concentrating on. It's just the what it represents. And what it represents and what are you telling yourself subconsciously as an artist and as an individual in that classroom, are you the star or are you only painting the back wall? I don't want to just paint the back wall. I am the star. I want this. And I toured for what, a year or so with Cheyenne and all the people would go crazy. <sighs> Scream, lights on, his little music comes on and I, I will always envision that they're screaming for me. Yes. <laughs> they're screaming for me. Yes. They're screaming for me. They're not screaming for him. They're screaming <laughs> for me. <laughs> you know, I always wanted to be in those shoes, mm. you know, and I, I embodied the fact of I'm not here to assist. I'm the boss. I'm the boss. I'm the man. I'm the, I'm the reason why you're here. I'm the reason why you bought that ticket. And I always, even though I was painting the wall at that time, I was painting the walls, painting his. But that was your his, inner conversation. Yeah, that was me. And that that yeah. got me hyped. Yes. That got me into the next level of, oh, I got I to gotta show up and perform. You know what? Because we're all talking in our heads anyway. Mm -hmm. And instead of spending time talking shit to ourselves, like, oh, I shouldn't be here. I'm not good enough. Why is this <laughs> happening to me? If yeah. you're going to talk yeah say something better exactly exactly they're here for me ah, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly i'm here to deliver <laughs> you know and, and bring it because right. whatever we tell ourselves we believe yeah the Might tongue is well a powerful thing yes tongue is a very powerful thing and we all we have those voices in our heads but it's it's important for us to kind of like channel which ones that we need to pay attention to you know so just alluding back to the stepping back i, I encourage every dancer every artist every individual to remain stepping forward in life, uh, not only mentally, but physically, emotionally, 
spiritually, everything. Move forward. Try not to take steps back. And if you need to take a step back and view something, remember that you have two more steps to take forward, right? Yeah. <laughs> I want to ask you, um, if you want to close your eyes or whatever, it's up to you, but channel a message that you want to give to your daughters in the future, but from Phil right now in the present. Oh. That, give them a glimpse as to what's going on in your mind and heart. This whole interview kind of was that, but if you could channel a message right now and then we'll we'll resend this to you when they're of a certain age, you know, and you can show it to them and they'll get a little capsule oh in time. God, that's... Wow, okay. Haven, journey, life will always take his dips and it will always takes its turns. But daddy wants you to remember that you will always be loved. You have the DNA to be successful. You have everything that you will require in the future to be successful. You have loved ones that love you so dearly, including myself. I love you more than you can imagine. And I believe that if you set your mind out to anything, you can do anything. My mo your mom, my mom, your grandmother, your, your grandpa, everyone is here for you. And I feel that your father, your mother are very, very hardworking people. <laughs> very, very hardworking people. And we, we want the best for you. We love you. And just be happy. And if you are happy, success will find you. You won't have to search for success. That's beautiful. That was really great, man. Oof. Oh, you took me there. <laughs> that was that was a beautiful message. Phil Wright, you are a beautiful person. You have star quality. As they say, you have it. <laughs> mm. you got it mm. um and i think the commercial success is like an afterthought just who you are when you walk in a room yeah my energy goes up every time i see you every time i see you and yeah, it's not are, fake it's yeah, not fake I know, either i'm I just know. like yeah but the same there's this it's, vibe but also also that energy is reciprocated though i can't i can't just do that and just expect you know it to be bounced back to me you have that same quality and i feel like everyone has that same quality but some have channeled it more they've they've been connected like yourself you know what it's like to you know shed light in a room you know what that is you're a people person you you know how to relate to people right i mean you're a director for god's sake so <laughs> you have to be able to yeah. right so like you know that energy is just reciprocated so i, I can't do that without you you know so I appreciate that. Respect goes right back to you, man. And um, where, people, where can people see the new movie? Uh, yes. Under Wraps 2 on Disney Channel? Yes, Under Wraps 2 is on Disney Channel, also on Disney+. Plus. Um, it, you can check out all the promo on YouTube. There's a lot of stuff that's going to be happening. If you can go stream it, that would be great. My dancing community, my brothers, my sisters, my my co-dancers, my everyone. Just go and support 
Yeah, boy. Please. And where can people get your tutorials and yeah. everything? You can go on um, Phil Wright underscore. Uh, actually, you can go on YouTube, which is Dance Machine. Don't ask me why it's still <laughs> Dance Machine. But you can go on YouTube, which is Dance Machine with a Z. Um, and just, just Google Phil Wright. You, I'll pop up and then you can you can see those things. But um, and on I'm, social media, social media, IG, Instagram, Phil Wright, Phil underscore Wright underscore. You can catch me on Twitter, Phil Wright seven. Uh, TikTok, your boy got a TikTok. Uh oh, TikTok. Hey, TikTok. Hey, a TikTok. Hey, and a TikTok. Hey, and a TikTok. You can catch me on the TikTok. Hey, and a TikTok. Oh, anyway, uh, <laughs> that's Phil Wright underscore. Um, and yeah, man, just. Just go out there, watch it. It's a fun, loving movie with kids. It's a kid movie. If you have a niece, nephew, or anybody, just go and watch it. Put it on and go to the bathroom. I don't know. <laughs> just <laughs> Get them streaming numbers up, baby. Yeah, get those streaming numbers up. And um, I would greatly appreciate it. That would be great. Be awesome. Thank you for stopping by, oh, my dude, guy. Thank you. It's man. always a pleasure to see you. Thank you for having you. me, man. <laughs>